Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. You need to be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website. That's speakingoftravel.net. There you can join the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. There'll be lots of new information going out, travel tips, links to podcasts. It's going to be a lot of fun. So be sure to go on speakingoftravel.net. Net and join the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. And remember, if you're in the Asheville area and you want to go travel the world, you need to check out the Asheville Regional Airport because they have flights coming in and out every day with connections to major international hubs. So really, when you fly here from Asheville to anywhere, when you get back, you're home. No road trip required. So Think about that. They have really cool uh, a lobby area there now, too, where they have rocking chairs and um, music. They have music at the airport. So check out their, their website and find out everything that's going on. It's way more than an airport. Well, you know, a couple of years ago, I was on a business trip in Hawaii, and I was sitting on the beach in Waikiki, and this lovely couple comes over and sits down next to me. And we started talking, and they ended up telling me they were on a ship that was sailing around the globe as part of a program called Semester at Sea. Well, I can tell you, for all the years since, I have been following this unique and really what I think an ideal academic experience. I mean, really, learning on a ship going around the globe. Well, I'm especially excited to have Lane Hansen here today. She's the Vice President of Public Affairs for Semester at Sea, and she's here today as my guest. And Lane has worked in the field of international education for over 10 years and started working with the Semester at Sea program in 2010. And she's been a part of over 20 different voyages, including sailing on a full voyage in 2011. Well, welcome on board, Lane. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thanks, Marilyn. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> what a great introduction. Oh, thanks. So, Lane, we're talking to you today. You're in Colorado, correct? We are. We um, we just moved our home office to Fort Collins, Colorado, which is the home of Colorado State University, who's our academic partner. Awesome. So it, give me some idea about, um, I mean, when I met this couple when I was in Hawaii, they were having just this dream come true. And I think that the uh, one of the couple was uh, faculty on the ship. So why don't you give us a little bit of history about Semester at Sea and how it got started, just to kind of get us some uh, sea legs here. <laughs> yeah, sure. So Semester at Sea is actually an over 50-year-old program. Um, we were started in um, 1963. It's actually going to be our birthday coming up on October 27th. We'll be 54 years old. Um, and so the program was started from an idea of one of our founders, D.Y. Tung, um, who is a shipping magnet out of China. And he thought his, his quote that we attribute to him is, um, ships can carry more than cargo. They can carry ideas. 
ideas. And his idea was that um, that you get a bunch of college students, um, university students, on a ship that sails around the world, and you bring international understanding and um, and peace and and discussions to many different parts of of the world that maybe you couldn't get to any other way. Um, and then the discussions continue on the ship. So we're really um, a floating university, and you mentioned having uh, conversations with this faculty member in this couple. Um, yes, we hire faculty from, again, around the world to teach our students from many different institutions, top institutions around the country. And um, and so we've, we've had a program multiple ships over the 50-year history, um, and we've just, in the last two years, have... Um, have retrofitted our new ship, which is called the the MV World Odyssey, is our most recent ship, and she is beautiful. Um, she used to be a ship out of Germany called the Deutschland, and so um, we've just taken over this ship, and we love it. It's a beautiful ship, a beautiful shipboard campus for our students. Well, let me ask you, uh, when you talk about these ships, I mean, 54 years ago, ships were... Uh, yeah, that, that was a big deal to put students on a on a ship with faculty and start sailing around the world. Um, yeah. Are they like a cruise ship? I mean, can we what are, what are we thinking here? What is this ship like? Right. So, um, so I'll paint you a little bit of a picture here, and and we do like to call our ship a campus. Um, but yes, uh, the, the the C word cruise is not something that we normally use in our semester at sea vocabulary. We usually call our voyages voyages instead of cruises. But but to be truthful, in terms of um, in terms of our, our listeners um, painting a picture of what the student's life on board looks like. It is, yes, a retrofitted cruise ship. And so in in the space that there might be a casino, for example, there's a classroom. Or in the space there may be a lounge um, or a bar, that may be the library. And so, um, in fact, we do have, in both of those cases, <laughs> the classrooms and the library. The library is um, our academic success center and it's in what was formerly the Lily Marlene classroom um, and lounge. And so it has a, a bar on one end that we've turned into a 24-hour coffee bar and snack bar in the library that students can, can study in. Um, our students' cabins um, are their workspaces, so they have study areas in their, in their cabins at, at each desk. Um, in any any other aspect of a of a normal land based campus, um, a, a clinic, we have a counseling center, um, we have an academic advisor that has an office. There's an academic dean. The faculty um, uh, gather in in what is the Fritz Bar for their um, office spaces that they can do their work outside of the classroom. Um, so yes, it's a, it's definitely a cruise ship. Um, they have meals in the dining room, um, but it's it's very similar, and, and it feels like a university campus. It sounds wonderful, and and I can't even imagine what it would be like to be able to uh, walk that uh, plank, I guess, to get up onto the ship, and then voila, you're on a university campus that is sailing. Yeah, yeah it's amazing, and our students are so excited. It's 
it's one of the best feelings or best parts of my job to, to be at embarkation for the first time when our students board the ship for the first time and to feel the energy and the excitement of they've been planning and waiting for this and saving up for, for a long, long time, sometimes years that they've heard of the program and have been planning for it or their sibling has gone before. Um, and there's just so much excitement and so much energy, and it's amazing. And energy continues for, for three and a half months for the whole semester. So it's it's just an amazing thing to see. Oh, I want to, I definitely want to talk more about it when we come back from the break. And before we go to break, tell us, Lane, where can people get more information? Where can we visually look at what you're talking about right now? Yes. Yeah, so our website is semesteratsea.org. So that's www.semesteratsea.org. Um, and all the information, photos of our ship, and more information about our upcoming voyages you can find there. Awesome. Well, when we come back from the break, let's pick up right there. I want to talk more about the students, where they're coming from. I want to find out more about the faculty. There's just so much to learn, not only on the ship, but right here talking to you, Lane. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Great. Thanks, Marilyn. Hey, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here with Lane Hansen. She's Vice President of Public Affairs for Semester at Sea. And remember, if you're coming into Asheville looking for a new home, be sure to stop by my good friends over at Appalachian Realty. They've got a cute little bungalow right over off of Charlotte Street on Arlington Place. That is AppalachianRealty.com. Listen, we'll be right back. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. People call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport, take the easy way out. Blue Ridge Motorcycling Magazine is a quarterly guide to the best rides and most interesting riders. Available in newsstands and at BlueRidgeMotorcyclingMagazine.com. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on... Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. This is Marilyn Ball, your host, right here on News Radio 570 WWNC 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. And remember, visit speakingoftravel.net. You'll see links to past podcasts. There's 
wonderful photo galleries and blog posts, and you can sign up there for the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. No passport required. And remember, if you're flying in or out of the Asheville area, check out the Asheville Regional Airport. Do you know that they're served by Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United Airlines with hubs to all international airports around the country? You can get anywhere you want, anytime at the Asheville Regional Airport. And remember, you can listen to Speaking of Travel anywhere, anytime in the whole wide world on your free iHeartRadio app. And if you're coming into town looking for a farmhouse or a cute little bungalow over in West Asheville, be sure to check out Appalachian Realty. They've got Asheville covered since 1979 on the real estate end. So go to AppalachianRealty.com. Well, if you're looking for a a place that you can learn while you're out at sea – Semester at Sea is a place for students and and so many more. We're going to talk about with Lane Hansen, Vice President of Public Affairs for Semester at Sea. She's here talking to us from uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. Is that right, Lane? Fort Collins, Colorado, yes. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad to have you here. And, and as I was saying, Semester at Sea is for students. It's so much more than that, too, right? It is. So it's, um, it is for students, but let me just tell you a little bit about our shipboard community, and it really is a community, and we like to think of it as a multi-generational community as well. Um, and so we, we have students, certainly. Um, students are our number one um, participant, certainly, on the, on the voyage, and number one voyager. They make up about 575, usually, of students that are on the ship. But in addition to students, we also have faculty, certainly, um, about 30 faculty members from around the world, um, from universities that, uh, the top universities in the country um, and top universities in the world, so that we have a, a multicultural, multi-generational learning community from the faculty. In addition, we also have staff members. So um, just like a, a, a university, a land-based campus has resident directors, a student life team that supports students outside of the classroom, um, we, we also have a student life team. So about a group of seven resident directors. We have a dean of students, just like on a land-based campus. We also have a, a physician and nurses and uh, counselors, mental health counselors that all support student life outside of the classroom. We have crew, so um, a number of different crew. Again, almost all non-U.S. passport holders um, from our crew members. And so they they man the dining halls and uh, and keep the ship clean and and the engine room and our captain and so all of those kind of people. So we we that's part of the shipboard community. There's also a, a unique aspect of the shipboard community that we call the lifelong learners. And the lifelong learners are uh, are adult passengers over about 45 years old who would like to to engage in continuing education or lifelong learning. So, the, so our lifelong learners, we have about 25, 25 people that we allow on the ship as lifelong learners per voyage, and they come on and learn alongside with the students. 
And our lifelong learners say that this is the most engaging uh, experience that they've had. Um, sometimes these are retirees. Sometimes these are um, mid-career professionals that just need a little bit of a break. Maybe they're, they're bringing their families along with them. Um, and so they'll sail with the students for, for the whole semester. And, and they can sit in on classes. And they say that the energy is, is amazing, the, the kind of energy that they get from the students and from learning about um, things as they, as they travel along, alongside the students and from, from world-class faculty. And, and we benefit, our students benefit from the lifelong learners because they integrate into the coursework and can offer real-world and real-life um, perspectives from our classwork. So if a, a lifelong learner has, who has owned their own business for 20 years um, also takes or sits in audits a international business class, they can offer such a unique perspective and engage in conversation for our students, too. So, so we love our shipboard community. This is one of the most unique aspects of Semester at Sea, to have this kind of relationship with our students and faculty and staff. And you're living and learning alongside these people every single day. So you're having lunch with your professor or, or frankly, your professor and their children. Um, and, and so you really get to know who a person is outside of the classroom. It's, a, it's such an engaging um, community of people. It sounds wonderful, and it sounds like a model that we certainly could use when we're not floating on a, on a ship out in the right. middle of the ocean that we should be following and modeling uh, as we move along our everyday lives in Right. Creating community. It, it, Absolutely. Oh, yeah. What, it, and so much diversity. Sometimes. What's that? <laughs> What'd you just say? I didn't hear that. It's, it's just harder to do sometimes with our with everyone being able to escape to their own little spaces it's it's sometimes you're in this you're on the ship together so it's hard to it's 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 much easier to facilitate those kind of conversations together than, absolutely but I absolutely agree with you yes and bringing together community is uh, you know what a rewarding and and fulfilling uh, mission to be able to do that so tell me a little bit about these students and how they qualify. You said that uh, some of them plan so far out and um, and you have five over 500 students. How does that work? Yeah. So um, our admissions requirements, uh, we do have certain GPA requirements, um, certain background checks, certainly. We are in an enclosed environment, so safety and security is number one, um, and that that extends to all of our passengers, including our students. So there are um, certain requirements that we look for both in students and for faculty and staff. So, but for a student application, we encourage students to apply um, while also engaging with their home university. So we would encourage students to start with their home institution and talk to their study abroad office at their home university and say, hey, I'm, I'm interested in this semester at sea program. How does this work with my home university? Sometimes we can certainly help with that kind of conversation if, if the student calls our office and says, hey, how do, I, how do I talk to my study abroad office and how do I engage with them about wanting to do semester at sea? And we will probably have had students that are from that particular institution and can talk to our students about 
our prospective students about how to navigate that. But it depends. It varies from, from school to school, from college to college. And so we may have the conversations about how does credit transfer. So all of our courses and um, transcripts, the student transcripts, come from the Colorado State University. It's as if the student is taking Colorado State University classes here in Fort Collins at the Colorado State campus, um, but it just happens to be on a ship. And so the transcript comes directly from there. So it is, it is as if um, you have UNC Asheville um, in Asheville where you're at. So it, if, if I'm a student at UNC Asheville, I might go to the study abroad office there and say, hey, I'd like to transfer basically Colorado State University credits back to UNC Asheville. How would I go about doing that? And so, and so it's like taking a sabbatical, taking a, a semester off basically from your home institution, just like you'd study abroad at, at many other colleges and universities or different programs around the world if the, your home institution didn't, didn't offer that particular uh, program. Well, and hold actually, that thought right there, Laid, because we're going to go to break right now, but I want to okay. talk more about that when we come back. Sure. So thank you so much. This is so so fascinating and and what a lovely idea to to do. So we'll be back right after the break. Thank you, Lane Hansen with Semester at Sea. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel, and we'll be back right after the break. Blue Ridge Motorcycling Magazine is a quarterly guide to the best rides and most interesting riders. Available in newsstands and at BlueRidgeMotorcyclingMagazine.com. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away. Starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit FlyAVL.com to plan your next trip. People call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. This is Marilyn Ball, your host, right here on News Radio 570 WWNC 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. You know, you can you can follow Speaking of Travel on Twitter. That's hashtag Speak Travel to Me. That's the number two. Speak Travel to Me. And of course, you can follow Speaking of Travel on Facebook. Speaking of Travel has its own Facebook page. And be sure to visit speakingoftravel.net and join the Speaking of Travel Travel Club. Well, my guest today is Lane Hansen. She is with Semester at Sea, the Vice President of Public Affairs. Uh, She's been there for many years. What did you say, Lane? You've been there for over 10 years? 
Yep. Um, well, a little over seven, actually. Okay. Well, that's still quite Seems a like <laughs> <laughs> quite a tenure there. It's so right. exciting to have you here and to talk about this um, this amazing program. And before the break, we were talking about how students apply, uh, what kind of credits, and and really how how easy it could be to be able to go to your home school and say, "I'd like to uh, be a part of this program." Uh, my question is, do you, uh, do you take students from all over the world? How does that work? Yes, we do. In fact, um, up to t- 10 to 15% of our students are international students. And, and what I mean by that is, is students that do not hold a U.S. passport. So, so they may be going to a U.S. institution currently, but they may not hold a U.S. passport. So, so we qualify our, our international students about 10 to 15 percent, which really creates such an engaging um, and interesting international experience on our ship as well. But our, the majority of our students do come from uh, U.S.-based institutions around around the world. Probably our our highest sending states are most likely California and Colorado. In fact, also um, down the road for me, we get a lot from Elon University. We have a number of, of universities that, that um, we partner very closely with who we have very good relationships with and have sent many students. And then it's really word of mouth. It's um, my friend's done it. My sorority sister did it. My my brother's done it before. And, and I've always wanted to do it. So, or Or random semester at sea run-ins that, um, like on a beach in Hawaii, <laughs> that you learn about semester at sea and then um, are, are fascinated with it from that point on. But yes, our students um, come from a wide, a wide variety of populations. Um, so it's very diverse. So you're, you're visiting all these different countries and you have a very diverse uh, community right on board. Uh, tell me a little bit about the curriculum and how, and how the curriculum is uh, established. Right. So our, you can find our, the list of our courses for each voyage, which changed slightly. We do have standard courses that we offer every single voyage, but because our faculty cohort changes from voyage to voyage, our courses also change very slightly from, from voyage to voyage. You can find all of our upcoming courses listed on our website under each voyage. Um, and so, and you can also find the syllabi that are listed there. So a course description and a syllabus for each of those courses that can really help you understand what the curriculum looks like and what kind of courses a student might want to take on the voyage. And so we determine the coursework based off of a number of different factors, um, number one being our partner institution, Colorado State, and the kind of courses that are in their curriculum as well. So they're, they're really listed as Colorado State University courses. In addition, we, we choose courses that are ideal to have on a multi, multi-stop countries, so, so multi-countries, and to be able to compare and contrast the coursework through each of these courses. Um, and so, for example, we have World Religions, which is such an ideal course to have on Semester at Sea, something that is so comparative in nature that we can go into India and learn about the religion there. And then you go to China and you learn about how that how the religion is, is different or similar or how people practice their religion differently or similarly. And, um, and another great one is oceanography. 
that students love to take. Where else would you want to take a course on oceanography than on a ship that sails around the world's oceans in one semester? Um, international business is, is a popular one. So we do have disciplines from across the board uh, for many different majors. Semester at Sea is not just for one major or another. We do have multi-disciplines, anthropology, sociology, sciences, business um, across the board. So, so if you'd like to check out some of our, our courses that we offer on every voyage, please go to our website and you can, you can look at those there. And the website is, tell the us again? The semester, semesteratsea.org. So org. That all sounds fascinating. And, and then those credits, they go back to their school. Is that the way that works? Exactly. So again, it depends on the on the institution and how they transfer external university credit. But yes, then you'd work with your university to say, here I have these credits. This this is the coursework. Here's the syllabus that I'm taking. These are all the assignments that I'm doing. This is the number of hours, the credit hours. So all of those things factor into transferring it back to a home university. And it's very similar for, for from other study abroad organizations except that the difference is that no other study abroad uh, organization um, is like Semester at Sea. There's, there are immersion programs into Italy or going into Spain for a semester, but, but Semester at Sea is unique in that we go to multi-destinations and, and really look at the countries through the lens of a particular discipline. You're really, really intensively comparing and contrasting each course that you're in through the lens of, of each country that you're going to. That is just absolutely fascinating. And then and then to be able to process that and exactly. you know, and have it so present uh, in such an environment where you've got all that diversity and and the multi generational and you know and the community and the people right there as you're I mean I know when I travel and I'm in a different culture uh, it's so, sometimes so overwhelming because everything is so new and and different uh, to be able to really come back and be with people who also are sharing that. Uh, that newness and that exoticness, if you will, and being able to process it and and speak to each other and talk about how that that whole culture is impacting that person one on one is is just fa- fascinating. Absolutely, and I absolutely agree. Reflection is such an such an important part of learning, and such an important part of processing what the student's seeing and going through and learning about. So we do we we absolutely build in those reflection sessions and time for the students to to think about what they've seen too, because we do go we we go to a multitude of different countries. Um, some developing countries and some developed countries because we really want to have that variety in, in our itinerary to have our students really learn about the, the vast differences in cultures and experiences and, frankly, also the similarities. It's funny that, that, they, that they see the similarities as well. I think that's wonderful to be able to compare and contrast that, and they're looking through the uh, through that uh, 
that lens, like you said, of a particular discipline, it it just it's such a big world. And to be able to be in this safe environment where you're out in the middle of the ocean, which in itself must be so reflective, uh, mm-hmm. just having starry nights and, uh, you know, the rhythm of the ocean uh, yes. and, and then waking up and you're in a brand new country. Uh, what a. What a what an experience! That's all I can say. It's it's breathtaking. <laughs> I can't wait to do it myself. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so tell us again. It's it's www.semesteratsea.org, right? Correct. Yes, www.semesteratsea.org. Yeah. Perfect. Well, Lane, when we come back from the break, I want to talk about. Recreation. What are these people doing when they're not studying? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, <let's> do that. <laughs> we will. All right. Well, thanks, Lane Hansen from Semester at Sea. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. When we come back, we'll have Doc Lawrence with us. Uh, he's going to be talking about tailgating down south. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after the break. People call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Blue Ridge Motorcycling Magazine is a quarterly guide to the best rides and most interesting riders. Available in newsstands and at BlueRidgeMotorcyclingMagazine.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on... Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening right here on News Radio 570 WWNC 880 and 92.9 The Revolution. And remember, the Asheville Regional Airport has five airlines, 11 nonstop destinations, connecting you anywhere you want to go. And... There's no road trip involved. When you come home, you are home. And what a treat that is. And also, remember, if you are coming in to Asheville or you live here in Asheville and you want to buy a new place and settle down into a cute little bungalow or a farmhouse, you need to contact my friends over at Appalachian Realty. That's AppalachianRealty.com. Oh, and by the way, the Asheville Regional Airport, FlyAVL.com website. That's where you need to go so you can find out when they're having music and everything that's going on. Well, guess what? It's tailgating down south time. And here with me today is Doc Lawrence. Where are you, Doc? It's in Georgia, Maryland. Wish you were here. I wish I was there, too. Oh, listen. They know you're here. They love you here. They listen to you here. And I'm so glad to share with your wonderful audience 
a few little tidbits about today's game and what we're doing beforehand. Thankfully, this is a night game. I've got time to go around the museums, the galleries, the bars, the restaurants, uh, the galleries, the, all the different sites of this wonderful city. You know, Athens has over 500 named bands. That's Nashville numbers for this small city of 80,000. REM, drive-by truckers, widespread panic, the B-52s, on and on and on and on. Going to start everything off in just a few minutes at Weaver D's, a wonderful little restaurant that's slogan, Automatic for the People, became the Grammy Award-winning title for REM's Mythic uh, that was some 10 or 15 years ago. The best restaurant in Georgia might be 5 and 10. Hugh Atchison's uh, wonderful place that is a James Beard Award winner. For a college town, this is kind of unusual. It's not all college. Uh, the Russell Library here is the home of the Peabody Award, the highest honor that can be given to broadcast journalism. My nominee this year, Marilyn Ball. Why not? You're better than most of them anyway. Uh, the town is a great place to walk. Over to the Georgia Theater, not to see anything during the day here, but to get to the rooftop bar, which overlooks the entire city, uh, to enjoy a nice libation, some snacks, and to just absorb the fabulous culture of this place. The, the Georgia Theater is the birthplace for him, and many, many, many other places, and it's the oldest stage in the state of Georgia. The pretty much the grandfather of most of the craft beer industry in the South. They are national leaders in what they do. I could go on and on, but it's time for me to start walking over to Sanford Stadium. You know what I'm going to do? I'm stopping by Frank Spence's tailgating party. Frank's a retired executive with the Atlanta Falcons and makes the best brunch stew in the state of Georgia, maybe in the world. I don't know, but he's a delightful man, gregarious, generous, loving, our kind of people on tailgating down south. Uh, Got to go find Georgia's mascot, a little white bulldog named Ugga. I've got a bone I bought for him. I'm going to give that to Ugga. It's good luck for me. And after that, we're going to settle down, enjoy some more tailgating, and maybe it's time to get busy here and say once again that it's a pleasure and an honor to be part of Marilyn Ball's Speaking of Travel. And until next week, and we'll be in another city, we'll let you know. It's goodbye from Doc Lawrence until getting down south. All right, Doc. Thank you so much. Go Georgia, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks, Doc. All Good right. Luck. See you soon. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Welcome back, Lane, and thank you so much for being on the show today talking about Semester at Sea. When when we, before the break, we were talking about the students and, and what they're doing on the ship, but I want to find out what are they doing when they're off the ship. Yeah, so, so there is a whole half of the voyage that, that the students are off the ship, and what they're doing there is... Um, 
is a, is a combination of things. So the ship is always their home. They can always come back to the ship, even when we're in port. So no matter the time, they can always come back to the ship. Um, and so if they're off exploring during the day and they get back late at night, they can come back on the ship, um, have meals on the ship. Those are always available to them. And sleep on the ship, uh, certainly. Travel farther away from the ship, we do ask that they that they stay in the country that we port in, and that's just for safety, security, visa, passport, immigration kind of regulations. But so they're they're staying within the country that that we arrive in, but they can go further out if they'd like. Semester at Sea offers a number of over 200 different field programs we call them, and they're excursions that Semester at Sea designs that are engaging both academically and with the, the surrounding communities. So sometimes we arrange homestays with local families that our students can go stay at a local family's home, have them cook for them, learning about cooking, learning about how that family lives in the countries that we go to. We also have arranged a number of service programs. So students will, will help a community build a, build a wall or do some kind of construction project or interact with, with local kids or, or um, a soccer game, a pickup soccer game in a local community. Um, we also have larger excursions to some of the kind of top big name kind of destinations. So when we go to India, we, you might want to go to the Taj Mahal, so Mr. Itzi arranges those kind of, of, of programs. Um, or in South Africa, we go to Cape Town you may want to go on safari. So those are we do arrange those kind of programs, or students can travel independently as well. We give them very, very intensive security briefings to make sure that they're safe going out by themselves, but that's a, such a huge and amazing part of travel that we want our students to, to experience independent travel is what we call it. So they can just go go off and wander um, through the port city and wander through the and explore the amazing parts of the country that that we land in. So there's a number of different opportunities that students um, that students have while they're in port. We also have a sometimes have a something that we call a field class, and that is an aspect of the coursework that actually the faculty member goes with the student into the port and engages in the community that they're that the. So, for example, if you're if you're taking an international business class, perhaps you'd go visit a factory in China that um, that may produce something in a sustainable way that you're learning about in in your coursework with your professor as as you learn about those things, both in the in the country but also in the classroom. So, those are the kind of things that students might do while they're in port. There's so many things. It's This is a very moving conversation because I just feel that these students and faculty, everybody who's involved in Semester at Sea must come back just um, – as leaders, you know, feel being a, a step ahead, having so much depth and and variety and diversity and learning going on uh, in in a relatively short period of time, and being able to come back and step step off from all of that. It's what a what a wonderful idea and and the history. What fifty some plus years? Uh, the thought of all these students who have been through that and come back, um, just being really changed people for the better. Absolutely, and and I'm glad you mentioned that 
we we do have such an amazing community on semester at sea and 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 everyone knows that it's it's definitely a, an investment of your time and energy and and finances certainly to to study abroad in general but for semester at sea specifically but what you put into it you get back tenfold a hundredfold and our 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 alumni absolutely resonate with that in fact um i in, i invite you to to kind of reach out to our alumni community we do um we do a number of different events around the country every year especially around our birthday coming up um on October 22nd, and, and our alumni are, frankly, better salesmen of our program, better advocates of our program than sometimes we are here in the home office of our staff. They just, they adore the program and, and, and um, really see the effect that it's had on their lives and careers and and understanding about themselves. You, you come away from semester at sea with such an amazing understanding and self-confidence in yourself, and you've seen that before. So um, we've seen that over and over again. But it's such a great community. It is a great community. Well, Lane, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. And there's so much more that I would love to talk about. So I think we're just going to have to schedule another time so we can get more information. Sounds great. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Marilyn. Of course. And one more time before we go, the website so people can get more information and see these wonderful stories and pictures is... Semester at sea.org. So www.semesteratsea.org. You can find out more information about our upcoming voyages, the specific locations, our itineraries that we go, coursework, financial aid is a huge, a huge thing that we offer on Semester at Sea. So all of that information um, can be found on our website. Awesome. Well, thank you, Lane, so much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Great. Thank you. You bet. All right. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You've been listening to Speaking of Travel. Go out and have a great week. Do something, do something different. Step outside your comfort zone. And remember, don't postpone joy. (laughs) 